0: the to Camcast today. Um, this is going to be kind of an interesting episode. So first of all, I want to thank everybody for listening as we've been going on, you know, as, as everything's been going on, with the NBA playoffs and my Marvel movie talk reviews and all that stuff that's been going on. Um, actually, this is going to be my first uh, YouTube video that's going to be on YouTube. If you guys want to go ahead and check that out and like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, that's going to be Camcast, it's the same as it is for everything else. So I mean, it's just another, it's another platform where I can kind of, I guess extend my reach and be able to do a little bit more things that way. And it's a long time coming, you know, I've been doing this since June, so it's not like really that long of a time coming, but this was definitely the next step. So I if, if everybody could just please just, I guess be patient with me as I kind of learn how to do video editing and as I learn how to do you know everything with the with with YouTube and how to do with videos and stuff like that. It's a completely different thing for me, so I'm I'm gonna learn on the fly, because I didn't know how to do you know the audio podcasting either. But I kind of figured it out as I went on, and I know that right now the the picture is not going to be great because I'm just using my MacBook's camera. But I want to make sure I can do it first before I commit to buying more equipment. So today's podcast is going to be kind of interesting. Um, I have a lot of issues with what's going on. In the NBA and what has been going on in the NBA for years. So today, the Executive of the Year of the Year in the NBA was announced, and the you know it's the results were not what I expected, and honestly, undeserved completely. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, you know, the Executive of the Year is not exactly a huge award, right? It's an award given to the either the best GM, owner, or president of an association every single year within the NBA. So typically, it's it's an individual that did something very substantial and they did something uh, for the team either they made a trade or they signed somebody back or you know something like that that greatly impacted a team's success so you would expect this type of award to go to somebody who made maybe an amazing trade that brought you know i don't know maybe a top 5 nba player onto a team that already had a top 5 nba player and, you know, they would be in the finals right now, one game away from winning the NBA championship. I mean, that sounds to me like a person that would get the executive of the year. But apparently to the people who are voting for this award, which is the other NBA executives within the NBA, that those are not worthy claims. And to me, it's it's a little preposterous. OK, um, okay he might not. I'm talking about Rob Polinka, of course, the GM for the Lakers. There's, there's an argument that can be made that maybe he didn't deserve the award. And, you know, that's fine. There were a couple other people that could have maybe been deserving of the award. I mean, I'm sure um, Lawrence Frank was definitely in the discussion. Okay, Spoiler alert, Lawrence Frank actually won this thing. And he won it like in a landslide. Um, Sam, Presti, Sam Presti of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He was definitely uh, in for this award too, basically fleecing the Clippers of, what, five, six first-round picks, couple pick swaps, uh, Shea Gilgis, alexander and Danilo Gallinari. I mean, that's that's definitely Executive of the Year uh, material for sure. But Rob Palenka was seventh of all the executives in the NBA this year. I just I couldn't believe it. I I just – unbelievable. You know, it's – I don't understand what this guy could have done. Literally at the beginning of the season, everyone was shitting on every single trade or every signing that he had. And he did amazingly. I mean, he traded for Anthony Davis. Some people said they gave up way too much. They gave up Ingram. They gave up Hart. They gave up Lonzo Ball. They gave up three first-round picks, one of which is already gone. It was last year. It wound up becoming DeAndre Hunter, who was traded to the uh, the Hawks. I don't think we gave up that much at all. I mean, look look where we're at. We're in the finals. We had the second best record in the NBA. We had the best record in the Western Conference, which is obviously the more superior conference if you look at how the playoffs have been going right now and how we're already up three games to one on the Miami Heat. And you know, tomorrow's gonna be hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully tomorrow's when we get that championship, when we get that seventeenth ring, and we're wearing the mama jerseys, and you know, I'm just sorry, I'm just kinda feeling myself so I'm I'm gonna vent a little bit about why the Lakers aren't being loved. And they're not being appreciated for what they've been able to do this season because they've been gone for ten years. You know, ever since we won our last title back in two thousand and ten, the rest of the NBA and not not the fans and not the NBA itself, but the rest of the teams have loved the fact that we've been down. They loved it. They loved every single minute of us not being successful. And the reason for that is because people hate greatness. People hate. People are jealous of greatness, and that's never so more. That's never more apparent. Than it's been in the NBA this award season. I just don't get let me let me look at some of the nail and pull it up real quick. Um I can't find it, but whatever. L- literally, Pat Riley was number, I think number three. Pat what did Pat Riley do this offseason? He signed Jimmy Butler. The rest of his guys, I mean he drafted a couple guys. Yeah, they're good. He should be in the conversation. But Rob Polinka did so much this year. He. He's traded for Anthony Davis, and then they waited to see if they could sign Kawhi Leonard. Couldn't sign Kawhi Leonard. So what they did was, real quick, in the matter of like two days, they signed like six guys, they signed Danny Green, which, I mean, it's not really super paying off right now. You know, he's kind of playing like shit in these finals. Um, They they signed DeMarcus Cousins. They re-signed a couple other guys. They signed, I guess, Jared Dudley, which isn't really that good of a selection either. But then when DeMarcus Cousins got hurt in the summer, first thing he did, signed Dwight Howard to a non-guaranteed contract and everyone grilled him. Everyone grilled him. Like, oh, that's, that's not going to work out. He's, you know, he's a he's a basket case. He's a he's a head case, you know. People are he's not going to listen to his coach. Look what happened. He was an amazing guy off the bench for us this season. He was he was a commanding defensive presence, great rebounder, and he played within his role. Dwight has always been good at, good at two things. He's been good at playing defense and he's been a good rebounder, and he did both of those things excellently this year in about 20 to 23 minutes per game. So it's it's just one of those things where Polinka needs to get more credit for that type of thing. Dwight needs to get credit for the way that he was playing, but Polinka needs to get credit for having the gusto to say, you know what, I'm going to sign this guy regardless of what everybody else thinks. And if he succeeds, it's awesome. You know, it's great. That's great for the team. If he doesn't succeed, you know, it's it's okay because it's a non-guaranteed contract. And I tried my best and I'll, I'll I'll admit to the fact that I was wrong or not. And that's one thing I think Polinka is really good at. He seems to know when he doesn't know, if that makes sense. He seems to be hyper aware of everything that's being said of him, and for good reason. For those of you that don't know, Rob Polinka was actually an agent in the NBA for years and years and years. You know, he, he, was, uh, he was Kobe's agent, obviously. He was James Harden's agent. He was, I think, Trevor Reese's agent. He was a lot of different people's agents. So he knows how this business works. And I think because of that, because he was an agent and gave all these executives a hard time for so many years. I think that they this this made the executives not want to vote for him for executive of the year. It's jealousy, just pure jealousy. And on top of the basketball thing, the Lakers had one of the craziest you know things happen this year in January when with the passing of Kobe Bryant, and there was a period of time you know after week or so after that happened when even even myself I was just like man I don't. I don't know how the Lakers are going to respond to this. I don't know how it's going to happen. And John Ireland on ESPN LA today, actually, he, he had a nice five-minute rant about this. I'm going to go a little bit longer because i got a little bit more to say. But uh, he had a nice five-minute rant. He was saying that uh, Rob Palinka, he sent a letter out to every staff member within the Lakers organization. And he basically was the guiding light in the organization to get the players and the, the bus family and everyone within the Lakers organization through this tragedy. He was the one solid, which is it's the one guy in on the team that has the closest relationship to Kobe Bryant and, and Gigi because, you know, Gigi was Rob Polinka's goddaughter, you know, and Kobe Bryant was his best friend. And he was able to have the strength and the drive and the wherewithal to get an entire organization over a tragedy and still be able to be the best in the Western Conference. And now we're one fucking game away from the title. I just I don't I this award means jack shit now this award means absolutely nothing so I don't know what the people are trying to do or what the executives are trying to do to try to prove a point like hey, he's yeah he used to be an agent you don't like the Lakers it's cool we get it you don't need to like the Lakers but the NBA the NBA needs the Lakers to always be good because you always want those championship pedigree teams to be in the mix it's good for ratings it's good and then ratings bring money so the NBA wants to make money. But for whatever reason, the rest of the NBA, and I mean, I mean, I I get it, you know, like, I guess in the NFL, the comparison would be either the Patriots or the Cowboys, where those are the model franchises that the NFL always wants to get in there because they bring the most money, they bring the most ratings, and I get it. But man, it's the hate within the NBA, you know, it's supposed to be like this circle of brothers, this brotherhood. They hate us so much. I mean, how can you hate it? You know, I just... It means nothing. It, Rob Belinka is completely deserving of this award, and it's not just this award where the Lakers got shafted this year. LeBron was the MVP in his in his his age thirty I think his thirty seven season, no his, his age thirty five season and his seventeenth season in the NBA. He led the league in assists for the first time, had, first time in his career, had double digit assists. He played great this season. He played defense. Him and AD were the best are the best duo in the NBA right now. But even looking at the first place votes on my other screen here, Giannis had 85 first place votes and LeBron had 16. What's that? Are we for real on that one? Like, Do you really think that Giannis was that much more dominant than LeBron was? It, it, people act like Giannis has a bunch of scrubs on his team. Giannis has a ton of great players on his team. He's got another all-star in Chris Middleton. He's got Brooke Lopez. He's got Eric Bledsoe, Wesley Matthews, a whole cast of veterans over there. And they were so concerned about LeBron having AD. So I guess Shaq never won a MVP with Kobe. I mean, I'm just I'm just speaking facts here. I'm just speaking pure facts here. Um, and then the other one obviously is just Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was the defensive player of the year, and those numbers are even worse. Giannis had 75 first place votes. Okay. A D had 14 first place votes. And then you look on this list. Some idiot gave Hassan Whiteside a second place vote. Really, Hassan? These NBA awards are so ridiculous. I mean, it's just—it's literally the these these awards, the player awards, are voted on by the media. You know, these people that have relationships across the league that certain players give them the time of day and certain players don't. I, I don't understand how Anthony Davis didn't win the defensive player of the year. I think there's honestly a better argument for AD winning defensive player of the year than there is for LeBron winning the MVP. It's close. It's very close. But I just don't, I don't understand the, the jealousy that the rest of the league has or that the media has, or that the media wants to see the Lakers down. I just don't get it. I don't understand where it's coming from, but I hope they keep that same energy. You know why? Cause tomorrow, tomorrow's our day. Tomorrow we're gonna to win the title. It's gonna be we're gonna be the first team in NBA history to go through the the the, the playoffs with five games in every single series. Go 4-1-4-1-4-1-4-1. 4-1, 4-1, 4-1. We'll do it against four great teams. I mean, you know, the Trailblazers, excellent team. One of the best players in the NBA, one of my favorite players, Damian Lillard. The Rockets, one of the best teams in the NBA, James Harden, not one of my favorite players. <laughs> I mean, you guys should know my my stance on James Harden by now, and Russell Westbrook also, but uh and then you got the Denver Nuggets, Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray, amazing players. You know, and a, and a guy on that team who might be a Laker next season, Jeremy Grant. If you saw LeBron talking to him uh, after the series was over, you know what I'm talking about. And then this Heat team. And you, you gotta have mad respect for this Heat team. They, all they do is they fight and they claw and they get back to where they need to go. And they just play hard and collectively as a team, led by one of my other favorite players and Jimmy Butler. If you're not a fan of Jimmy Butler, you're just not really a fan of, of basketball. You've never really played hard before if you've ever played basketball. Jimmy hustles on every single play, and he honestly doesn't talk a ton of trash. He doesn't look for the foul calls. He I don't know, he's he's a great player. You gotta have a ton of respect for him. But tomorrow's the Lakers Day, man. I just I <clears throat> I wanted to get my thoughts out there before we before I'm you know, I'm hoping. Obviously, I'm hoping, you know, there's best case scenario. We win the title tomorrow and we went our 17th and we're tied with the Celtics for a number of championships all time. They win it in the mama jerseys. And, you know, it's just all sunshine and roses. You know, it's it's it could possibly be the best championship in Lakers history simply for everything that it meant. This season has now gone on for 12 months. In October of last year the Lakers were about to go to China to do their uh, exhibition series against the Nets which eventually got canceled because of Daryl Morey's comments but this series this year's this NBA season's been going on for a year and it was it was halted for 3 4 months and basically they're playing a whole second season and we're still the best team. We were the best team before the break when we beat the Clippers and the Bucks in back-to-back games and we're the best team after the break. I just can't believe we're in this position when a year ago we didn't make the playoffs. Like I've said before, you guys, the last 10 years of Laker basketball has been hard. A lot of it has been unwatchable. But I, you can ask people around me. I've been there every single step of the way, watching almost every single game. I remember watching 40-point blowouts. I remember watching a 35-point like blowout or a 50-point blowout. It happened. And I made sure that I watched that because I wanted to feel that. I wanted to feel all of it, so that way when we got back to the top, which I knew we were going to do because we're the Lakers, I could enjoy it that much more. You know, it's just, I I want everyone to hate us again. I want to be the franchise where everyone's like, oh, the Lakers are back in? Oh, God, you know, I'm I, the Warriors were that for the last five years, but that was because the Lakers weren't back. We didn't have anybody. We had no stars. We had a bunch of young guys. We went through like three, four coaches. It's time. And and I hope that the league keeps that same energy when we keep rolling them back. There's a good chance we win it next year. At least we'll be in contention next year for sure. Yeah, the Warriors are going to be back in the mix, and Steph's going to be back, Klay's going to be back, the Nets are going to be in the mix with uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but man, I don't think there's a better duo, a, a duo that's, that's more linked together and a better duo you know, in terms of their play styles than LeBron and AD. Perfect play styles. And when AD plays pissed off, and he gets three blocks or you know, he makes a, a defensive stop three, four times in a row, he's going to dunk on your ass. And I've seen it, and it happened last game. And I think I talked about that in one of the pods, but when he plays defense hard and he's making stops and he's affecting the game there, it translates to its offensive game. And typically that's that's for a lot of players, but for him in particular, because he can get a shot anytime he wants. Oh, I got to say something now before I forget. <laughs> I will accept no more kcp slander for as long as he is a laker and even before that and beyond that i talk so much shit about kcp these last two three years since he's been a laker he is showing up when it matters and everything before i completely erase it doesn't matter he's played great in these playoffs the game game four when he had 10 points in the first quarter and then had those last five in the fourth quarter he's the reason we probably won that game. He played excellent defense. He was shooting good threes. He had a couple good drives. He he was just in it. He made a couple really good passes too to AD. I will not take any more KCP slander. That is gone. It's not, it's no longer in me. I, he has become what, cause I remember in 2010, I was always concerned about uh metal world peace, you know, and he, cause he made a bunch of stupid ass mistakes, right? But when he hit that three in game seven, forgiven. It's all done. It's fine. You know, it's just the the rings and the championships mean a lot more. You 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 accept a lot of that other shit if we get to where we're gonna go. Danny Green, I don't accept that. <laughs> he's just he's just he's played like shit. His he's a three point specialist. I can't hit fucking threes, so it's like, you know, what are you doing? I know that he's a little bit older, and he's just not super quick. His defense has been okay. Um, I just i i I know he's gonna get traded next year. Him and Kuz are probably gonna get traded next year and then we'll sign Jeremy Grant. He'll be our 3 and he's just going to be an amazing defender for us. So I'm looking forward to that. But you know, I just the point of the, the point of the episode was to get the fact that the, get the fact across that there's so much disdain and dislike for the Lakers and those of you that don't like us, keep that energy. Keep it. Cuz we're here. We're back. You had your 10 years of fucking failure when we were bad to be able to try and get your championships. But we're going to have AD for at least the next eight, nine years, and he's only 27 years old. He's got, what, five, six years of, of greatness left in him, so good luck. And we'll probably get another superstar in the next couple of years, too, to pair with him, you know, maybe like a Devin Booker-type guy or Bradley Beal. It's coming. So I want you all to keep that same energy because I'm going to keep this same energy. We were, Even when we were bad, I was keeping the energy. I was never ashamed of my Lakers. It's my team. It's mine. If you got any questions, you got any beef about that, you can DM me. It's Cam Cast on Instagram, <laughs> uh, but nah, it's it's good times. Hopefully, tomorrow's exactly the way I want it to go, and that all of Southern California wants it to go because we're here and we're ready. Well, guys, um, thank you for listening to this short little uh, episode of the Camcast. This is both video and podcast, first one of its kind. Um, if you want to let me know how it is, if you like it, if you like the format, if you want maybe added a couple more things, you know, it, you know, let me know. But if you can like and subscribe on YouTube, if you can like, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where I am, go ahead and do that. It's cam.cast. Also, my link tree is in my uh, my Instagram handle that has all my different links on there. It's, it has my YouTube link, it has my um, my Apple Podcast, my Spotify, my Anchor homepage, it has my Amazon Podcast. everything's there. I want you guys to please share it if you can, share it as often as you can. And if you like what, we're, what, what I'm talking about here, um, stick around. There's a lot more to come. There's a lot more to come. It's 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 all going to be good because pretty soon I'm going to have another, I'm going to have a baseball talk again. And you know, with the world series going on the world series, because you know shortened season, I don't believe all that shit, but um, a lot more, there's some baseball talk coming up, definitely more Marvel movies. And then if you guys have any requests ever that aren't something really, really lame that I know that nobody's going to want to listen to, I'll, I'll try to get it in. If you have any questions for me, I'll answer them on the next episode. Um, remember the Instagram handle, which is my home base is cam.cast. It's K-A-M dot K-A-S-T. And as always guys, peace and love. Thanks.